Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 89, five things in my grocery cart every week. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. We've got a short and sweet episode for you today uh, before we go on a break for season two of the podcast. We'll come back in December with season three, which is wild that it's been going for that long. So we'll just go ahead and jump in. We're talking about grocery staples. So I want to start off with a question. How do you feel about data tracking? I have to be honest with you guys here. I kind of love it. Like I get the privacy concerns and on the one hand, it's mildly creepy when I continually get ads for exactly what I want, but it's also insanely convenient, which, which is why I want to tell you that I'm absolutely loving the new Walmart app. This is not sponsored by the way, but I do most of my grocery shopping with Walmart pickup. If I'm shopping in person, I do prefer different grocery stores, but Walmart is literally the only place that will get me the majority of my items most of the time without ridiculous substitutions. So Walmart for the win. Anyway, their new updated app has this awesome section called My Items. So you can go browse the items that you order the most often, which I find so helpful. I also love their Are You Forgetting Something feature. This isn't a new feature, but... I almost always am forgetting one of the things that pops up at the end of my grocery order. It's creepy, but also super helpful. (laughs) Anyway, the whole point of that was that as I was browsing through my items, trying to see if I ordered everything I needed for the week, if there was anything else that might be useful, I thought it might be fun to do a what's in my grocery cart type of episode. Not because I think I'm particularly interesting or that you really care or need to know what's in my grocery cart, (laughs) but because these often ordered groceries actually serve a purpose in making meal planning and meal prep easier. So there is a purpose in this for you, aside from me telling you exactly what I eat every week. (laughs) So... So mastering family mealtime is really all about routine, which is why taking note of and even intentionally buying the same things every single week will actually help you make meal planning and meal prep a habit. Um, I often have people ask me how I actually cook every single day or most days. And honestly, it's mostly because at this point it is routine and it's a habit. It's not something that I think about. It's not an option. I don't make the decision every day that today I'm going to make dinner. That decision is already made when I wake up in the morning. So I've really loved watching my kids pick up routines and I recommend you do this as well. Watch your kids figure out the routines in your home because you have them, whether you think you do or not. Um, 
And watching my kids has helped solidify in my mind that routines really do work better than a lot of the other over-the-top advice out there. For example, my kids don't really even ask to do anything until their homework is done when they get home from school because we've created that routine. That's not true. Snack first, then homework. (laughs) But they don't ask for anything else except the snack. (laughs) So anyway, I think it's really helpful to study the items that you order or buy at the grocery store most frequently to help you figure out what your mealtime, to help you figure out what your mealtime routine is. I also recommend, and this is something I've talked about before, sticking to your most commonly purchased items. So when you are looking for new recipes to try, it can be really tempting to try really unique ingredients, really um, out there type recipes. But if you stick mostly to your tried and true staples, you'll know that you're going to use up whatever you buy, even if you don't like the recipe that you, even if you don't like the new recipe, or if you don't even get around to making it because you've chosen things that you're comfortable with and you know how to use. Now, if you're trying to expand your diet or get healthier, absolutely, You can add things to your staples list, but I recommend doing that really, really slowly um, so that it can become a part of your routine rather than kind of throwing that routine away for a new one that probably won't stick. Staple items will help you get your meal plan done. Your meal prep done will help your kitchen stay nice and tidy without a lot of unused items clogging up your fridge, freezer, and pantry. So if you want to dig even more into this idea than we're going to in this episode, I do have a whole much more detailed episode all about kitchen staples. And of all the things that I keep stocked here all the time, how I'm using them. Um, But today, I just wanted to choose five keep it really, really simple. Um, And I'm trying to share items that are really versatile and serve a lot of purposes uh, to help you figure out what types of items could be on your go-to list. Um, And maybe considering adding some of these things, because like I said, these are multi-purpose items, not things that I'm just using for one dish or one purpose every single week. So let's go ahead and jump into the five things that are on my grocery list every single week. All right. Number one is Greek yogurt in all varieties. So I love the protein content of Greek yogurt. I actually personally really like the texture and flavor. I like that it's thicker than regular yogurt. It's filling. So it's just a really great thing to keep on hand. We buy both the plain and flavored varieties pretty much every week. So here's some things that I use Greek yogurt for if you're not buying this every single week. So it goes in all of my morning smoothies or shakes. My kids love it just to eat plain for snacks. We've also made little Greek yogurt popsicles. Uh, Plain Greek yogurt can be used as a sour cream replacement or it can be used in baking. So you've got a lot of options for Greek yogurt. So that is one thing that I definitely enjoy and recommend having on your grocery list every single week. 
The second item is fresh fruits and veggies. So this is kind of cheating (laughs) since I just lumped it all into one. At our house, we obviously will plan specific veggies for meals that go along with what we're eating. But as far as just the staples that we always have around, I always have apples, bananas, oranges, baby carrots, and English cucumbers. So This is very basic. These are the things that my kids will snack on without fighting me. Um, They're easy to prepare, easy to cut up quickly, and easy to eat. So the main purpose that I'm using these veggies that I'm talking about for is for snacking. Obviously, there are other fresh fruits and veggies on the grocery list every week, but those are not consistent. These are the things that I'm buying consistently every single week for us to snack on. And if you get stressed or overwhelmed about snacks, I know that that's an overwhelming subject for a lot of moms. Really keeping it simple is best and you don't have to buy all of those fancy all of those fancy pouches or packets of things. Like fruits and vegetables really are the simplest best snack. These are the ones I recommend uh, because they are eaten well and they're easy. All right. The third item on my grocery list every single week is bell peppers. So bell peppers we could include in our snacking veggies. And if I'm snacking, I might snack on bell peppers, but they're not really my kid's jam. Even hidden in food, unfortunately, I still haven't gotten them to not pick the peppers out. One day they'll grow up, but (laughs) bell peppers are a go-to for cooking for our family. There are tons of different dishes that call for bell peppers. So this is one of those times when you're looking at recipes, it could be a good idea to look for recipes that contain bell peppers if you, like me, are someone that frequently has them on your grocery list. Because that way, if you use half of a green bell pepper or half of a red one, you can use the rest of it in a recipe later in that week. I find them super useful, super versatile. Another one I could have put on here but didn't is onions. Once again, that's something that you can look for in recipes because it's really easy to cut up an onion or two and use it throughout the week. That's item number three. Item number four is a little bit more specific this time, but still equally versatile, and that is Hunt's stewed tomatoes. Really, any stewed tomatoes would be fine, but we really like the Hunt's brand in our house. So what in the heck am I using Hunt's stewed tomatoes for every single week? We really like to make tomato basil soup with Hunt stewed tomatoes. And I have a recipe for that. And I have a recipe for that in my mini course. So I'll go ahead and drop a link to the mini course if you are interested in that recipe. Um, I also use it to make salsa. I just really love starting with a little bit of a flavor base. So rather than using like plain diced tomatoes, the stewed tomatoes give you just a little bit more flavor to start out with. Um, In addition to soup and salsa, you can also use these in recipes, but we like to have them on hand just for quick lunches or snacks if we need salsa or uh, soup for lunch. So hunt stewed tomatoes, always on the list. The last thing that is on my list every week is a block of sharp cheddar cheese. So 
Again, we use this for snacks. This can be a really great thing to pair with those fruits and veggies so that you're getting a little bit of protein in with your snacks um, so that it's filling you and your kids up for longer. Uh, cheddar cheese is also great for cooking, great for fast meals if you need to have grilled cheese or chips and cheese or anything like that. So cheddar cheese is a great staple to have around. So I just want to point out kind of something that I did intentionally with this episode. As you can see, most of my staples are whole foods. They're simple items. They're not fancy snacks or processed foods. The simpler, easier whole foods are much more versatile, in my opinion. You're able to use them for a lot of things. And obviously, and obviously, many of us are striving for a more whole foods diet as well. So I just wanted to show you how easy it is to use whole foods um, in your day to day. Because I think a lot of times people think that they're horribly inconvenient at this point because we're sold so many things in packages. And that's just really not true. It's really not any more inconvenient to give your kids an apple than it is to give them a package of something. In fact, you could argue that it's more convenient to give them an apple if they're old enough or hungry enough to eat the entire thing because you don't even have to open a package. Look for whole foods. Look for things that your family likes that you can start adding to your grocery list every single week to create food routines in your house that help you take all of the thinking about meal and snack planning as much as possible and help you start to create your routine. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. Like I said, that is a wrap for season two. Thank you so much to all of you who come back every single week and listen. Please share this episode or any of the episodes that you like if you've enjoyed the podcast. And I will be back at the beginning of December. So thanks again for listening and happy planning. <laughs>